0: Count down for glassbox. X minus five, four, three, two, X minus one, fire. I don't want to go up, don't wanna go up!
1: Welcome to the Toys R Us report, recorded live on Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto. When he grips the mic, he shows no mercy. He's got heart, he rips the party apart. From the seams and hems, it up like bell-bottom jeans. He's your
2: host, Icy Robots. Greetings Earth people, I am from Jupiter, it is me again, I see robots and not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less week. This week I think it's going to get a lot less week, we got, uh, we got some fun stuff, I got a movie review, I saw a movie called Nerve, that was kind of fun, uh, we're going to do some Tales from the Dig, it's been a while since we've done that and that's always cool, it's just, this is going to be a fun-filled show and hey, check it out man, he actually decided to return, here he is, the man himself. Iceberg13, hey yo Iceberg, what's poppin' homie? Every
0: week you ask me the same insipid question and every week I tell you that there is nothing popping. We live inside of a metal canister on a barren moon. What do you think could be popping?
2: Dude, all sorts of stuff.
0: Nothing, that is what could possibly be popping.
2: Why'd you cut me off like that? Iceberg, all sorts of fun stuff happens up here, we get attacked by pirates. We, uh, We had an awards show a couple weeks ago. What do you mean? There's nothing popping, dude. I don't get it. It's like, you just want to be negative or something.
0: Why must you bother me with this stuff?
2: I bother you with this kind of stuff because we're doing a show and you're the co-host and I'm just trying to see what's going on. And anyway, it's like, last week, you just, you just stomped off. You ran right out the door.
0: I left because you two are part of a program to slam the good name of Johnny Five. The best robotic thespian of all time.
2: So you, you you think that me and Emily are out to slander the good name of Johnny Five? That's ridiculous, dude. It's like, first of all, I don't care about Johnny Five. She hates Johnny Five, but she's, you know, she's just not even going to worry about him. I, I, I don't get it, dude.
0: I insist that we stop this topic of conversation. It will only serve to vex me. I am already terribly vexed.
2: Alright, uh, Joaquin Phoenix from, uh, Gladiator, you're terribly vexed, I, I whatever, dude, hey, do you hear, you, 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 know that I'm, like, like a big fight fan, I love the fights, love boxing, love wrestling, love MMA, and, uh, what I love about it is the wackiness, you heard that my, my, my dude, Chael Sonnen, uh, he's coming back, he's coming back to the cage, but, uh, not in the UFC, home. he's gonna fight in Bellator, which is cool, because they got all kinds of wacky stuff going on, for all I know, they might match him up with a uh, Hoist Gracie or uh, Tito Ortiz or whatever. Uh, I remember a few years ago you was into Chael too, and that you made some mixes of some Chael interviews. You think that you could you could dig those up and maybe uh, you know you know bump them for us? That, that might be cool. I
0: don't know what you are talking about. I did no such thing. I would never support such barbarism. How droll
2: how how droll uh dude somebody made them because i i remember i remember hearing uh, emily can you check in can you check in the the beat file and see if see if those are in there somewhere
1: yeah man hold tight let me see yeah i found two songs about that dude both made by iceberg
0: preposterous
1: come on dude don't front just be real man There is no shame in watching fights. Iceberg, I sent the files to your mixing board. Why don't you hit the wheels and show us what you got?
0: Fine, I will do it, but only because you asked in a nice manner? This one goes out to all the fools out there who like to watch mixed martial arts fighting. Come on dude, get your act together. It's just a bunch of dudes in their underwear, rolling around on the ground.
1: Alert! 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 Tell us about the work that you've actually been doing
3: with Stone Cold Steve Austin. This isn't anything new, I've worked with him for the last three fights, Uh, he's a strength and conditioning coach, he has me out to the ranch, he puts me through hell for 30 days, he doesn't want to be involved, and I'm not going to involve involved, but I'll tell you what, I called him before I went out to Brazil, I said, Mr. Austin, this is Chael, and he said, what? And I said, this is Chael Sutton, and he said, hi, and he said, what are you calling me for? I said, because I'm going to to, to, to Brazil, and he said, what? And I said, I got a press conference, and he said, what? And I said I got to go deal with the media he said you're going to Brazil for a press conference and I said yes sir and I said I need to ask you a question how would you handle this and he said what and I said talked about their country and he said what I said it's dangerous I got security he said you wanna know how Stone Cold would handle this and I said yes please and he said I'd show up I'd raise hell and I'd leave and I said you think I should show up you think I should raise hell you think I should leave and he said you damn (laughs) up. a couple months left before they locked that cage behind me and you. Last time they raised your hand, but it was plain to see I took a lot more out of you than you took out of me. I broke the mirror and I blew away the smoke. It was me who tapped, but it was you who broke. So Anderson, my friend, think it through. Who are you going to send, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frankenstein Noguera or your lapdog yeah, dog source yeah, yeah. with a couple of rusty pistols and a beat-up Ford yeah, Taurus? Yeah, yeah. If they shoot like you fight, all they're going to do is Boris with your overrated stand-up and your takedown defense is porous Karate boy Machida, will he show up with some fresh warm PP in a Starbucks cup? Vandalay, Vitor, Babalu himself, I'll give them all beatings and put them back on the shelf. But here's a little advice. Don't send no one your lies. You come to my home running your mouth, you're going to be shaking hands with Jesus or the man further south. So get in the gym and work on your sprawl. I just talked to Uncle Dana and it's winner take all. I'm going to leave you with some string and a whole bunch of welts. You're going to need it to keep your pants up, Anderson, because I'm taking yeah. your belt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I icy robots, it's time to bring the noise.
2: Grab this mic and kick the math. Yeah, I'll do my best. You know, I'll I'll try to kick that math. Uh, anyway, yesterday we were uh, we had to get passports. Uh, mine is still up to date, but the other two members of the family need new passports. So you got to stay on top of that. You never know when uh the the infrastructure is gonna crumble and you have to flee. So it's better better safe than sorry. Uh, we had to go to the post office and. There's two of about equal length, and it's hard to get a passport. It's hard to get an appointment, and we managed to get one. We'd been waiting for a while, and uh, one popped up. It was in Kenwood. Kenwood is kind of the next city over towards Sonoma. It's, It's really small. In between here and there is a retirement community named Oakmont, which is pretty big. A ton of people live there. You have to be 55 or older, and... Kenwood has a market and a few other things like that, and it's closer to, uh, it's closer to Oakmont than it is to where I am, so they get a lot of senior citizen traffic, and also there are wineries, there are wineries galore, so they get a lot of that traffic too, and some people live out there, not a lot, it's real small, and so we had to go to the post office there, and I, you know, I was just around for one thing, um, when we applied for 2.0's thing, she had to have me around as a witness. So I was there, that was done, and then, it, you know, it was the old wife's turn, and she had to have her picture taken, and just all that stuff, and it's a lot of paperwork, and it's for the, uh, U.S. DOTS, the Department of the State, or whatever, and it just is a lot of paperwork. So I was wandering around this, uh, small shopping center while they were doing that, and it, it was... It's pretty, pretty remote. You didn't get any kind of like 3G or anything. So I couldn't play Pokemon Go. So therefore there is no Pokemon Go update this week. But um, what I did uh, come across was the Kenwood Gazette. It's the small paper that serves that community. And it seems as if it's uh, written by the citizens. You know, there's columns from all kinds of people who live there. But there was one section... That I found that I really did enjoy. And it was called Crime Watch. And what it is is they report on everything the police did that week. As far as going out and investigating a crime or taking a disturbance call. Any of that kind of stuff. It's called Crime Watch. It was really great. Uh, I got it right here with me. And I thought that I thought that maybe I could go over a few of these with you. This might become like a regular thing. I don't know how often they publish this paper. But there are some cool crimes on here. So let's... Uh, Let's hop on over to the Kenwood Gazette. Gazette. On uh, August 26th, this is kind of a heinous crime. This is kind of this is kind of not that cool. Baskets of produce in an honor system roadside vegetable stand were purloined for the fourth time. So, that's not cool. Somebody puts out like a basket of uh, fruit and it's like, you know, if you want a zucchini, it's a dollar. You're supposed to put a dollar in the box. I don't know if you have that. But somebody's been stealing all of the zucchini and that is whack. Um... Let's see. A resident of Wolf Run in Glen Ellen, that's a uh, area near there too, reported finding $1,000 worth of HVAC heating and, uh, you know, air materials on his property. So he didn't have anything stolen. He had something left. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Mm, there was one in here that I really liked. A purse disappeared. This was on August 31st. A purse disappeared from an unintended running car parked near the school bus. Later, the purse was found. I thought that was cool. Uh, they, they followed the whole story all the way through, and they got back to, you know, the purse was found. It's a, it's a nice place. Um, Oh, I like this one, too. September 1st. Deputies got a call around 2 uh, p.m. regarding a bicycle at the end of an alley. The caller said it was not normal for a bicycle to be there. A deputy drove out but could not find anything. So somebody just saw a bike sitting. You saw a bike sitting there, and they're like, well, you know what? There's not normally a bike there, so maybe I should call this in. (laughs) And, uh, the police came, but by that time, the bike had gone, which I have to wonder, wasn't the dude who called watching the bike? Wouldn't you do that if you felt like it was so suspicious that you got to call 911? Wouldn't you sort of keep an eye on it from your window? Wouldn't you have noticed that the person had driven away or rode away? I'm betting that it was like some kind of winery road and someone was out for a bike ride and maybe they had to, uh, stopped to relieve themselves or they just stopped for a second and kind of walked off into the brush that's my guess here is another one this was on september 3rd and i'm reading i'm reading most of these don't think i'm skipping around too much deputies got a call about an odd bottle with a vinegar-like substance inside it the caller wanted to turn it in to the sheriff's office so somebody found a bottle of vinegar on the street and and they called the fuzz the fuzz had to come down and check this out uh I wonder what it's like being the police in Kenwood. I bet it's, you know, I bet it's trying. I'm sure you have disputes here and there. But while I am reading through this, and this is a good, you know, few weeks of reports. Here's another one. Deputies got a call about loud music on Brown Avenue. The caller uh, said this was a consistent problem. The deputy drove out and determined the music was not unreasonably loud. So he he showed up and he's like, hmm, not that bad. I wonder, uh... I wonder how they measure that. Do you think they have some kind of an audio meter? They see, you know, the decibels or whatever, or do you think it just depends on who goes goes out there today? Um, dun, 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 dun. We are gonna poke around here. Oh, this one's kind of weird. Uh, I don't think it's weird, but it it would be a bit frightening. Somebody called regarding a male outside the front door tapping and then beating on her window. The caller was frightened. She said the man kept ringing the doorbell and yelling, "Dogs, dogs, dogs." A deputy went to the area, but the man was not found. I I don't know, man. I wonder. I wouldn't like that very much if I'm just like chilling in the crib and somebody starts, you know, dogs, 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 dogs on my door or whatever. I'd I'd probably freak out if I was by myself. I I might hide. I might grab a uh, grab my cricket bat and hide. But this is just our first attempt at this. Uh, so we're gonna move on to the next segment, which is known as at the movies. And this uh this here is uh. This is the can word D.
1: You are listening to the Toys R Us report. Act like you know. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel or even that dude Roper but you got icy robots, so that's something, right?
3: Welcome to Nerve. We are the Watchers. We decide your dares.
2: Oh, money, money. Is this legal? You
3: think this is just a game? That was
2: the craziest thing I've ever done. But
3: you are wrong.
2: This game is sick.
3: We
0: control your life. Officer, I need help. B, don't do this.
1: How do you know my name?
0: We control your future. What the hell is going on? There is no escape.
1: We became prisoners of the game.
0: The
3: only way out is to win.
1: No way. Faster.
3: Rated PG-13. Remember, we are always watching.
2: We went to see Nerve the other day. Nerve is like a techno-thriller, a teenage techno-thriller. It stars Dave Franco and, uh, what is her name? Emma Roberts. She's Julie Roberts' niece, I think. Anyway, we went to see it, mostly just for, like, a reason to get out of the house. Uh, it's been out for a while. It's now actually playing at our second-run theater, and... I love this theater, I used to work there back in the day with my man Gino Vega. we had a, we had a theater cleaning gang called the, uh, Broomtang Clan, and I have very fond memories of this place, so anytime I get the, I get the chance to go there, I do so, and every movie there is only three dollars, so there's that too, the, they only run, you know, the second run things, Sang Sang that have been out for a while, but, you know, anytime I get the chance to go there, I, I do jump at it, uh, being that it's a bit cheaper to get in, there is also kind of a weirder weirder group of patrons at this theater, I've noticed. Uh, the downtown main theater is mostly, you know, family groups or whatever, because it costs like 10, 15 bucks to get in. And with, you know, a whole squad of fools, that's a lot of money. But this is cheap, and, you know, they just get a different kind of people, and you you have weirder situations come up and one of them is something i'll talk about toward the end of the review but the basic idea of the movie is that emma roberts is like she's a good student she's a nice girl she's been accepted to college and she she, you know she's happy but she does feel as if her life is uh, lacking thrills so she takes part in this uh it's like an app she gets this app it's called nerve and you can either be a watcher or you can be a player and if you're a player you get dared to do things and people will contribute money to try to get you to do these things. They, The things they have to do vary from, you know, uh, walking out of a store in your underwear to, uh, you know, hanging off the end of the uh, space needle in Seattle. But she gets into that to try to just, you know, get some action in her life. And during the course of the game, she bumps into this other player who is played by uh, Dave Franco, James Franco's brother. I I heavily supported Dave Franco in his run for Han Solo in the Han Solo prequels. I think the dude has just, he, you know, he has like a certain cool about him that I think would translate to a modern version of Han Solo. And when I found out that uh, Don Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, got cast as the young version of Orlando Calrissian, I kind of, they kind of missed an opportunity to pair up the two of them. I think there, I think there could be some interesting chemistry between, uh, Glover and um Dave Franco. I don't know. This is they're both they're both cool in this kind of modern way, so I, I dunno, man, but I'm sure I'm sure the Han Solo movie's gonna be great with the guy from Hail Caesar. I'm sure it's gonna be fantastic. And I think that uh childish Gambino's gonna kill it as Lando, but uh back to nerve. During the course of the game she gets paired up with Dave Franco, and together the two of them have to do all kinds of wacky stunts, and of course, things go awry. The game turns out to be not what you thought it was, and there, there's this lesson to be learned at the end. It's a teenager movie, but it's okay. I didn't not enjoy it. It wasn't one of the best movies I've ever seen, but I did think it was okay. It is presently at 64% for The Peeps over at Rotten Tomatoes. Actually, I'm going to reverse that. It's 64% for the critics. The Peeps is more up in the 77 range, which is, that's accurate. It's not the best movie you've ever seen. It's not the worst movie you've ever seen. If you have like a teenage daughter or whatever uh this is perfect nice time to get out of the house but while we're watching the movie there's this guy sitting in the back and he's laughing really loud with like every joke not not even like the good jokes and when I say loud I mean he is laughing super loud like practically yelling but you know it's whatever he he has a you know he's happy so I I you know I don't I don't care he's it was just it was odd and then as the movie kind of progresses, he starts yelling at the screen. And these kind of things don't happen around here. I don't hear or see these incidents very often and I go to the movies a lot, but he starts yelling at the screen and it's weird. He he you know, he's yelling at the things that the characters are doing like, "Oh, great. Now you're doing this and blah blah blah. You know, you're great. Now you're going to go do this and listen to the internet." And it, it's weird. And he gets out of his seat and he He's on the other side, I always sit on the aisle, I prefer the aisle seat, and he's on the opposite other aisle, and he goes down toward the screen, and when he gets near the screen, he starts, he's an older guy, uh, I'm thinking late 60s, uh, somewhere in that range, and he appears to be really dilapidated, like this guy is bombed out and depleted, he might have, he might have, you know, drinking issues, and he starts waving his cane at the screen, and, you know, standing in front of it and he's waving his cane, and I'm just like, I don't know if I've ever seen this happen before, he's cursing out the movie, he's not cursing, he's not saying curse words, you know, he, he's yelling at the screen, and he's yelling at the characters, and he's waving his cane, and I'm just like, this is, this is weird, and, and it's kind of taking away from the ending of the movie, but it's still, it's still kind of like worthwhile entertainment, but then, then I, I look over, and I see that, uh, 2.0 is, like, visibly very upset. She's almost on the verge of tears because... I'm like, what's wrong? You know, what's going on? Don't, don't worry about it. This guy's just weird. And she goes, what if he comes after us? And I'm thinking, what do you think of me? Because this guy is an old, washed-up stumble-bum with, you know, that needs a cane to walk. And you, you're you worried that he's going to come, come beat us both up. But, uh, you know, I, I don't say that. I'm not, You know, I'm not a tough guy, but I, I think I can handle handle this uh, crumb bum, but... I say to her, "Don't worry about it. If, you know, I'll I'll protect you. Don't even sweat it. This guy's just, he's just tripping out. You know, I said he's probably he's probably had too many too many drinks. Don't wor- don't worry about it. But then, he starts charging down our aisle on our side, waving his cane around, and she starts to cry like for real. And I I don't I, the guy's not doing anything. You know how you get that you get that sense that there might be real danger, and then you just kind of see that." Someone's bugging out. Well, you can see this guy's just... He's tripping out. And he starts to run by us. And, you know, I put my arm... Like in, like in front... I leaned over. You you can't even see that. But I put my arm over her to protect her from this cane-wielding uh, weirdo. And he, he's moving pretty quick. He's not even really... He's using his cane, but he's kind of using it to sort of... I don't know if you've ever been on a crutch or a cane, but you can kind of use it to sort of hop. And he's kind of hopping a bit with it. And he just runs out the back. And I'm like, that was one of the weirder things but I feel bad because she got really upset she's a girl uh and you know she's a young girl and she got upset that this guy was just being so aggressive and I got a little uh bummed out because she didn't think that I could knock out some 78 year old drunken um you know riffraff but I'm not saying I'm a tough guy but this guy I think I could have I could have swept his cane like sweeping the leg in uh Karate Kid part one would have snapped it. I would have used some of those broom tank Clan skills that I perfected with Gino Vega. I would have grabbed a broom from the closet because I know where it is because I used to work there. And, be like, and we'd go back and forth, cane versus broom. broom tank style to the death. Anyway, Nerve, uh, three stars, 3.5 uh, stars maybe. It's okay if you're going out for like a family kind of thing with a teenager. It might be fun, but you know. Don't don't uh, rush down to check it out or anything. And uh, Up next, Tales from the Dig. Hey, this is
1: Michael Bell, the voice of Duke on G.I. Joe, and you're listening to the Toys R Us Report. Yo, Joe! Make sure to visit virtualdirtmall.com and support the Toys R Us Report with a generous purchase. Of some retro or not-so-retro junk. Maybe a Ghostbusters action figure. Or a Star Trek propeller hat. It's really up to you. VirtualDirtMall.com You won't be sorry for long.
0: Our regularly scheduled programming will not be seen today, so that we may bring you the following special presentation.
1: dingleberry you want it you got it more tales from the dig aka dig life
2: i go to the dig at least once sometimes twice a week the dig is what i call the goodwill outlet store it is the last place that a piece of merchandise goes before it uh enters the dumpster i mean it goes directly off the floor of the dig right into the dumpster um this is all the stuff that Has been cycled through the store already. This is the stuff that gets donated at one of those donating uh, modules that they have all over the place. This is a bunch of random stuff. And the way that it works is just about every half hour, 45 minutes, they will take some of the stock off the floor. And they will roll in new stock. And when they do the switch, everybody has to stand behind the line... And then they will allow you all to go at the same time. And at that point, it pops off, man. It's chaos. Everybody runs out there pushing, shoving, grabbing for what is for the most part junk. Every once in a while, you'll find something dope. But for the most part, it's like 99% just junk. And more so lately. I don't know... I imagine these things go in cycles, uh, just people donating stuff, sometimes people aren't donating stuff, and right now, it's, it's highly garbage. There hasn't been, I haven't had a big dig score in a good while, that's why we haven't had any tales from the dig, because there haven't really been any tales worth telling. Um, but still, you won't find anything if you don't go, and I go on the rig, just hoping that one day... Things will turn around, and I'm sure they will. I'm sure that when they do, we will uh, we'll, uh, look back at this and we'll go, I don't even remember that time when things were bad because now things are so great. That's just, you know, me with my uh, wishful forward thinking. I'm trying to think about what's, like, worth mentioning that's going on over there. Uh, you know those two dudes I know called the Cannibals Los Americanos? They, they're sort of on the dirty side, but... They're both, like, wily, uh, hillbilly types. Anyway, I call those dudes the cannibals just cause they, they, like, they live in a truck. And they look like they, like they would grab you on the side of the road and eat you. I don't, I don't mean any disrespect because they both, you know, they seem like nice guys. But they also, they, they appear to be cannibals. What can I say? It's just the way that it is. Anyway... I have found out that these two characters named the Cannibals are also known as the Bottle Brothers. Like, they are experts on old-timey, uh, bottles. And, that's kind of a hard word to say, bottle, bottle, bottle. You tend to say bottle, bottle, like, like with a D, but you want to say bottle. They are the Bottle Brothers, and... They are apparently experts on all types of, uh, antique bottles, and see, I I did it again, bottles, what I should say, they are experts on all sorts of antique bottles, 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 what, what a pain, you know, some words are harder to say than you would expect they are, and... For whatever reason, that is one of them. But these guys, they're not bad guys at all. I, I, I don't dislike them or anything. They're just hard to deal with. And they're kind of weird. But they do... They set up the flea market every week at the Mojo sales. And they do have good stuff. I never buy anything from them. Because I, I know where it comes from, you know. But still, man, they're the Bottle Brothers. Some call them the Cannibals. Some call them Los Americanos. There is another controversial figure over at the dig. This guy this guy we are going to call, uh, we'll call him Mark, and Mark is not the normal dig type, he seems well-to-do, he wears, he wears, like, you know, camp, like, outdoor gear, like fleece vests, and really nice, uh, beanie hats, the kind of, the kind of stuff that you have to go to some sort of, like, fancy outdoor store to get, if you know what I'm talking about, uh, upper crust yuppie camping gear, not like flannels, and he's very thin in that I am ultra healthy way that some people are, and he's really uh, particular about what he buys. He buys a lot of wooden crates and like old-timey stuff, uh, statues, and just all sorts of things. He runs, he runs like these regular garage sales out in front of his house, I guess you call those yard sales, and Everything there has a price tag on it, which is cool, but it's the kind that's like, it's tied on a string, and it's written in, you know, it's written in pencil on on a paper tag, if you know what I'm talking about. The fancy, it's like he's setting up an antique store out in front of his house, and I have no problem with this guy. I think he's all right. The old wife and him, they get along famously, but a lot of the people at the dig don't like him because he sort of has like this highfalutin attitude that... He carries himself in a high way, and a lot of the dudes there go to his garage sales, and if he sees you as somebody he knows, you know, from the dig or from somewhere, he just, like, straight up won't sell to you because he figures that if you want to buy it, there must be some kind of, like, higher value to it than he is putting on it. Uh, I have that happen. You know, I sell at the flea market sometimes, and people will come up to you that you know are also kind of like in the business of uh, flipping stuff, and they want to buy your stuff. And I feel like I put it out there at the flea market, and I'm going to sell it. If they think they can make more off it, more power to them, and if it turns out that it was uh, something of really high value that I didn't recognize, then, I don't know, too bad for me. I shouldn't have put it out there. I, if you want to buy it and I put it up for sale, I'll sell it to you. But this guy does not think the same. He'll He'll like ask people to leave his sale. He does that a lot. He's always... Asking people to uh, leave his garage sale. But Burrow uh recently branched out into the uh, flea market racket as well. And we went over there a couple Sundays ago and we saw him. And, you know, we went up to say what's up to him. And he's like, you guys, you guys just missed it. Uh, I was a hero. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's up? You know, t- tell me the story. He said somebody over there had a pit bull. And the pit bull, like, picked up a poodle and had it in its mouth. And it was shaking it to and fro nobody knew what to do so I I ran over there with um a sign he had like a vintage sign he's like I hit the dog in the back and it dropped the poodle and then I warded it off you know I pushed the dog back with the sign so that the owner could grab the dog I was a hero and I'm like hey good for you man you know you stepped in there and you did what you thought was right and I can appreciate that you you know you were quick thinking on the whole thing and you probably saved that dog's life so I'm like good man good 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 for you But, you know, I know that people embellish stories and that it is something that happened. So the next day I'm at the dig and everybody's talking. They're like, did you hear what happened? Did you hear what happened? And I'm like, no, what happened. They're like, bro over there ran up to some pit bull and just hit it with a sign and started wailing on it with this sign for like no reason. And I'm like, well, I heard that uh, I heard that he had bitten another dog. He had another dog in his mouth. And they're like, no, that ain't even at all how it happened. He he was over there just like growling a bit at some other dog, but the owner had him under control. And Marcus just took it upon himself to discipline the dog and whacked it with the sign. So who knows? Who knows what the truth is? Who, who can tell? I, I just heard one story and then I heard another story. And like I said, I'm cool with bro. I have, I have no beef with him at all. He He'll find cool stuff. And if he doesn't want it at the end of the day, he gives it out. And I've gotten quite a few... Cool things from him, but dude, is super controversial, like we go there, and he's always picking fights with the people at the dig and I am of the opinion that nobody there is even worth starting a fight with. It's just not even not even something I want to do. It's like if they're gonna come up and they're gonna start beef i'm gonna I'm just gonna give them the palm, like whatever man. it's like you're not even you're not even like able to get through my exterior, just you're some dig vermin, unhand me, sir good day, I said good day, and, you know, hopefully that'll be that, but he really engages them, and from what I understand, the days we're not there are even worse than the days we are there, because I guess him talking to the old wife and him talking to me kind of tends to cool him down, but um, people are saying that just about every day he stomps out and says, this is it, I'll never be back, but then again, he's back the next day, so I don't know, he's just... Just a bit of a drama queen um he's been on my mind a lot lately because he it's kind of like i don't want to go as much because i don't want to get involved with this because some people they're they're kind of choosing sides either you're with this guy or you're with the other team and i don't want to be on either team because i don't love this guy enough to be on his team and i definitely don't want to be on the team that dig riffraff but when you're there you know they it's it's like you, you, they, they make you kind of want to choose sides a bit they'll come up and they'll be like hey what do you think about this guy and they're you can tell they're doing it in that way where they're trying to get you to spill some dirt. They want you to join in and say some bad things too and hey man, I'm not about that, you know. I say I save my bad things for uh, for this show here, but not a lot of awesome things happening over at the good old dig lately. It's been very very just blah. Let's hope that let's hope things improve. Let's hope there's some action, but it's been a while since I talked about it, so I thought that I wanted to get some of this out of here, but uh Let's stop this and move into the final segment of the Shizo, which we know as the Toys R Us Report.
1: You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment, your weekly toy shop update, the Toys R Us Report.
2: Why don't we, uh, actually start off with a bit of toy talk? Uh, I just saw on the, uh, good old interwebs that they are going to be releasing some more Suicide Squad reactions. I think that's dope. The, the first two, I think, were, uh, SDCC exclusives, and that was Harley Quinn and the Joker. Of course, it's the two that you want, but, uh, you're not gonna see me going on eBay to get them. I'm just not even, not even about that, but... Let's take a peek at who we are going to get in the remaining set. You got a Killer Croc. You got Batman in some underwater gear. You got a inmate Harley Quinn. You got the shirtless Joker. You got Deadpool. Not Deadpool. Deadshot. A Deadpool reaction would be pretty fun. Uh, so these are neat. The cards The cards appear to be bombs. They're shaped like a... They're circular. Like a bomb. So that's pretty fun. If I see these... I'm at least going to get a couple. I would, uh, I would like the Batman, and I kind of want the Deadshot. I kind of dig the idea of having a Fresh Prince reaction figure. I, I do want Harley, but I want the movie Harley, not the, uh, this is the inmate Harley, where she's wearing, like, a yellow gear, and I do, I do like how her shirt says, burn after youth, use, burn after use, that's kind of funny, but I, I don't know, Maybe if these eventually make it to the clearance, I might get that one. I do want a Harley though. I want a Harley Quinn. I want that one from a uh, San Diego Comic Con. But man, let's uh let's take a look online right now. Let's sort of let's go off the cuff here. Let's head over to eBay. You're gonna hear me tapping on the mouse. Let's see what the what the SDCC Harley Quinn is going to cost on eBay. Um. SDCC is San Diego Comic Con got two type reactions. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Not seeing it here. Um, I might be getting something wrong. Here they are. You can actually get the two of them from this guy here for 32 bucks. That uh, he's throwing in free shipping, so that's dope too. That's not bad. That's about like 17 bucks each, and that's barely above what they cost at the store. I don't think I'm actually going to get one, but maybe I will. I I really I dig reaction figures. I think they're so fun. They're one of the few that I buy and I just immediately open. Like right now, right here on the station, I got my uh, Star Trek ones all above the desk. I got Kirk, Scotty, Sulu, Uhura, and Spock. They're all they're all right there. I dig them so much. I was playing with them the other day. I have the the old uh next generation transporter set and I I was messing with that using uh, the reaction guys as the guinea pigs. Really fun. Uh, There is some more reaction news out there. It appears at the New York Comic Con. You're going to get another exclusive set. And this one, this one is fantastic. It's the Golden Girls. It's going to be one in 500. So you get all four of the Golden Girls in their golden glory. This is a, a really nice set. I could have a lot of fun with them. Imagine, imagine back in the day when you're playing Star Wars figures or you're playing G.I. Joes. If you could roll out Rue McClanahan and, uh, have her interact with Zartan. I could just, I can see how fun that would be. I really do kind of want to get my hands on these. But, um, again, I don't want to pay those eBay prices. I want to, I want to make that eBay money, but I don't want to pay the prices. Uh, you know what I did buy on eBay last week? I... I have recently, not so recent, within the you know year or so, but I have fallen in love with Archie comics. I had read them a bit here and there, but they didn't catch on. But um, when I was in Phoenix, I I bought one of those Archie Digest that you see at the checkout stand because, you know, it was at my folks' house. I need stuff to do. They go to bed early, so it's good to have some reading material. And I got one of these Archie Digest, and I don't know. I fell in love. I think this stuff is great. I I love Archie. If I was given a wish, and the wish was I had to choose one character to be in charge of in all of comics, like they're like, I like to write. And I've always wanted to write comics. It's a secret dream of mine. I, I would like to do that someday. But if they were saying, you can be in charge of any single character in comics, I think right now in my life, I might pick Archie. I think that there is so much fun to be had with these guys. Just the way they... I love how they take things that are going on in the world now and they put them into Archie so he seems contemporary in a way that no one else does uh I saw one where it was like Pokemon Go and this is just the coolest thing because I'm playing that right now and Archie's playing it too you know they're searching for Pokemon in Riverdale it's great I, I I don't know man I'm just I'm way into Archie right now um oh this is what I bought on eBay, my last eBay purchase. I got a a big a lot of uh 10 of those Archie digest for like 8 bucks shipped. I was totally stoked. That's like a buck, a buck and a half each. Uh, they only, you know, they only cost like 5 bucks in the store, but the chance to get that many at one time, that might just that right there might just cure my uh Archie mania, you know, for good. Probably not, but it's going to I'm like an Archie junkie right now and this is like a big supply of pills coming in for me. Over over at Marvel, Civil War 2 is causing causing some changes to go on. This is a spoiler, so if you, uh, if you don't want to know what happens in Marvel Civil War 2, if you ever plan to read it but haven't read it yet, just skip to the end of the show. I'm going to count to three, and then I'm going to do it. One, two, three. Over in the Civil War, Bruce Banner was killed by Hawkeye. He had told Hawkeye previously, if it appears as if I'm going to Hulk out, I want you to do me in, to take me out before I can do any damage. And he was confronted by Captain Marvel and her team and appeared as if he was going to Hulk out. So Hawkeye did him in. And a couple episodes earlier, his his cousin, uh, Jennifer Walters, a.k.a. the She-Hulk, was knocked to a death door by Thanos. So because of that and because of the trauma she went through through that, and then because of what happened to her cousin, and uh, she has decided to rename herself. No longer will she be She-Hulk. She will now be THE Hulk. And they're gonna change the name of her title. It was coming, everybody knew there was a She-Hulk book coming out, but now it's just gonna be known as Hulk. She will be the Hulk going forward in the Marvel Universe. And I, for one, am cool with that. I'm a giant She-Hulk fan. I think she's great, and if uh, Banner is gone, That makes her the Hulk, man. That makes her the one. She is the eldest Hulk on the planet. There's the Red Hulk, but he came around after her. There's some other fools, but she's the one. It's nice to see her get the promotion. Uh, Just this past week, I dropped episode two of the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, and that was about She-Hulk. So jump on over to icrobots.com to give that a listen if you want to know everything you'd want to know about She-Hulk. Um... I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna call it a day right now. My my voice is getting kind of shot. I I've been having some allergy issues this week, which is no fun. Some, you know, some hay fever, that sort of stuff. I'll live, don't worry. But it's you know, I've been coughing a lot and sneezing a lot. It's just it's windy, man. It's that time of the year. Next week on the show, we are going to talk about a uh, comic con I'm going to this week, and I'm going to the North Bay Toy and Comic Con here in uh, lovely Santa Rosa. So. I'll have a report on that. There's going to be wrestling, which will be fun. This wrestling group from Sacramento is coming in. That'll be fun. Uh, The girl who did the voice of Ash on uh, Pokemon is the guest of honor, and she's going to be doing a panel. Hopefully, I can go check that out. I'm not the biggest, you know, Pokemon cartoon fan, but I've heard so much of it just, you know, from 2.0 over the years that to be in the room with the voice of Ash will be fun. I'm sure she'll do some voices, and it'll be cool, man, but... You will hear all about that, but I'm gonna, gonna sign off, head for the hills, go uh, go take a Ludens. Anyway, this is me, your boy, Icy Robots, uh, signing off for Engineer Emily and Iceberg. If you don't know, now you know.
0: recorded live on Jupiter's moon. Callisto, this has been an IC Robots Radio production.